Hello, everyone. This is episode 31 of the On The Rise show. I'm Melly McGuire, and I'm alongside Alicia Loray. The topic today is traveling. Uh, hi, Alicia. How are you? Hey, Molly. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I had a busy day, but I'm, I'm doing good. So um, traveling, do you know something about that? Yes, I'm not like this really, really well-rounded traveler, but I went to Costa Rica for a little over a year and it was one of the best experiences of my life. So, yeah, um, I knew something about that. <laughs> and I think your, uh, your uh, readers know uh, something about Costa Rica too. So um, you said you're not the most well-rounded traveler. So um, was Costa Rica your first global or your first big uh journey traveling Traveling? yes that's the only place i count oh no i went to nicaragua too but that was only like a short little three-day trip but um i guess officially i'll say costa rica has been the only place i've been outside of the united states okay awesome so um how is it different what is the difference between costa rica and united states let's let's go there I would say the people are a lot nicer. In Costa Rica, everyone is always welcoming. They're very giving people. In the United States, people don't say good morning to each other. Well, they do, but it's not the same thing. Like if you pass someone in Costa Rica, like it's a given that you have to greet them or say something to the United States. People like put their eyes down, look at their cell phone, like avoid each other. That's not the way it is in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's even it's even more different because as you probably know, I live in, in Europe and in Europe, it's even people are even more, uh, even less friendly than in the States because I went to the States and there's everybody. Hey, how are you? How's have a nice day. Have a great day in Europe. That's that they don't even do that. It's like everybody cross each other. Nobody says anything. It's like, <laughs> no, everybody's in his own word. So um, for you, it would probably even uh, be a more of a culture shock if you came to the, to Europe. Yeah, don't you think that's awkward when people like pass each other and like you don't know what to do? It's like better just yeah, say hi and get it over with. <laughs> yeah, but everybody does that here. If you're, well, it's changed a little bit, but like mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, if you just said hi, people were looking at you like, what is the up with that guy? It's crazy or something like that. You know what I mean? That was, that was even yeah. a suspicious behavior. <laughs> I hear in Europe, they think Americans are like really fake. I was like watching a video on YouTube and they said every time Americans come over, they're like super friendly. And then the people in Europe are like, what are you doing? You're doing too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I had a two when I went to Key West. People were so friendly. I was suspicious of, I mean, I, I couldn't even, it felt fake. It, I, I, like, and the thing about it is too, I mean, the uh, Americans are, are friendly, but it's kind of um, on the surface, right? They're, they're not really looking for deep contact. They just want to say hi have a nice, <laughs> nice day, but it's not like they're looking for like the biggest conversation of their life, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, here in, in Europe, it's different. Like people are not going to talk to each other, but if they see each other and they, they start a conversation, they want to go deep. If they, if, they, if they talk, they want to go deep. Okay, so the reason they would start a conversation is because they want to talk. Go yeah, deep, because there's, okay. there's, yeah, not just to say hi, have a nice day or something like that. But I mean, I, I like, I have, to, I have to be honest, I like uh, Americans. I like being in the States. People are, are, are friendly. And, and that, you know, even the friendliness can be fake. I don't know, but it mm -hmm. makes you feel welcome, makes you feel more welcome. Because, for instance, in, in, in Vienna, people are so um, unkind. It's, an, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know mm -hmm. why people even go there. It's, it's unbelievable. So 
uh, it makes you feel unwelcome in a way. Yeah, you're right. So like take, I guess, United States times 10, like people in Costa Rica are 10 times friendlier. And then on top of that, they actually want to have a deep conversation with you as well, which was a shock to me because I'm expecting to just like walk down the street, but people would invite me to their house or like people I don't know would come by with a huge basket full of fruits, like oranges, watermelons, melons, uh, grapes, whatever, and just drop it off my house. And then they would want to go on walks with me or they would chat with me for an hour, just like in passing. Oh, do you want to come in and have chicken and rice for lunch? Like mm-hmm. they're super nice. That would never happen here. Yeah, I mean, it sounds nice, but I have to be honest, it sounds a little bit exhausting too. (laughs) Especially for like a European like me that would be like, what are you going to do all day, right? (laughs) Talk to people there, go eat chicken there, then, uh, you know, I mean, like, it sounds like it would be something I would love at the beginning, but after like three, four days, I would be like, people just leave me alone, right? I mean, I got used to it. It wasn't because I only walked at certain times of the day. So if I'm like, you're ready to go out, like I just go out and I'm like, this is probably what's going to happen. Um, it doesn't happen all the time. So I'm probably like <laughs> over exaggerating. Like I was able to do it and I'm an introvert. So it helped me come out of my shell a little bit and I enjoyed it overall. Yes, that was going to be my question. Um, so you, you kind of in a way uh, are leading me up to it. So do you feel like you've changed personally uh, by traveling? Yeah, I feel like I'm nicer to people in general. Not that I was mean before, but like I usually say hi to people now in passing. Like before I may have been the ones like, oh, trying to avoid the awkward eye contact. Like, are we saying hi? Are we not saying hi? I usually say good morning or hi or greet somebody. And I feel like overall I have a better perspective in the world. I think before you travel, a lot of people have a perception that countries like Costa Rica or other third world countries, like people are unhappy and they're just like poor. And that's not the case. Like people work very hard in Costa Rica. Um, They are very happy. Like everyone is always smiling. I haven't seen, like everyone has a positive attitude and positive outlook on life from where I've, um, from who I've, whom I've interacted with. So that's one of the big differences I noticed. People like have the commercials like for, you know how you see commercials on TV and they make the country look so bad and everyone's like so sad. That's not the case. Mm, okay. So because that, that was something I was going to say too, like um, something I've been doing the last couple of months is saying hi to people. And like I said, like here, nobody really does it, but it changes. First of all, it changes how you approach the world because you're by saying hi to everybody, you're like more friendly. And also it makes people, it makes them also friendly. I mean, like if you say hi, someone, someone say hi, says hi back and like, you're not a stranger anymore. I mean, you're, you're still a stranger, stranger, but there's something mm-hmm. there. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. for that one second you had something. And, and I like that because for instance, there was a time that I, for, if I walked uh, on the street and I saw something uh, in uh, um, approaching, I would just go, go to the other side of the street. You know what I mean? Just avoid people. And now I'm like, go go say hi you know what i mean it's always like i wrote that the other day a smile it cost, doesn't cost anything right smile yeah. yeah in a way um i what i think and maybe you can correct me but if everybody has like a positive outlook on life in that in costa rica doesn't that make you uh you yourself more positive as a as a person yeah 
being around that definitely made me feel more positive. Like when I came back, I was a little sad for a while. That like, you know, it's just my mood was a little low. First of all, because it was winter and I don't like winter. And second of August, it's different. I was like, I came from that great environment back to here. It's like, okay, this is life now. So mm-hmm. I really like, I prefer Costa Rica over being here. It's like the thing with Costa Rica, there's not a lot of convenience in the area that I was staying in, in terms of like getting to the mall and stuff because I didn't have a car while I was there. So I had to take the bus. So there's lack of convenience, but that was just because of the area I was staying in. Um, but yeah, that's something that I don't have to worry about in the States. I can go within 10 miles and find a place with Wi-Fi and the internet always works, water always works. So there's that. But um, overall, Costa Rica has a lot of benefits over the U.S., I feel still. Yeah, but that's the thing that I don't, that I don't understand, right? Because I love, I love traveling too, and maybe some later we can talk about my traveling. But um, mm-hmm. the thing is about traveling is you want to meet um, different people, you want to meet different cultures, but in a way you can do that where you are too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like for instance, Costa Rica, like it seems like a nice environment with great people and great attitude, but I mean, wouldn't it be nice to just try to build that in the States where you are? Like, why do you need to go to there to, to, uh, to, to uh, well, to see that or to approach that? I think I just... <laughs> I can't tell you exactly why I wanted to go. I know I've always wanted to learn Spanish since I was younger and I just felt drawn to go to that particular country. I think it's on a grander scale. The cultural difference is like all the people are this like specific culture. The United States, there's like little groups here and there, but I just wanted to go get out of the whole atmosphere of the United States. I feel like the United States in general has one specific type of feel, even though there's a variety of cultures inside, it's still the United States. I want to get outside of this country and see, you know, what else was in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because we're talking a lot about in this podcast and probably in our writing too about opening up your mind, um, get ri- getting rid of self-limiting beliefs, uh, improving yourself, and it feels like traveling can be a tool for that. Yeah, Would you agree? for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree, and I think um, it's it's unusual because I think in the United States, I don't know how it is in Europe, but like the United States, the people here don't have a big awareness of things that are going on in other parts of the world. Like we know about the wars in general, but we don't know exactly what's going on in Europe or Australia. But I feel like in other countries, people know what's going on in the United States. Like everyone in Costa Rica was always asking me about specific situations going to the United States. They were very aware of like the political situation, other types of situations. They, they knew what was going on. So I think that um, the United, people in the United States have a limited awareness of what's going on in the world. They think that the United States is the world. And it's not. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's that's of course something you learn by by traveling the world. Is that your own place in a way is so small. I mean, I feel that too about my country um, or Europe in general. The moment you start traveling, you realize, whoa, this is not even uh, <laughs> this is the tip of the iceberg, and it's not even mm-hmm. that because like there are so many other cultures, so many other um, yeah areas, uh, mm-hmm. countries, whatever you can call it. Um, yeah, that, that's that's just like a, a very interesting experience. Um, yeah. So what, what what's next in terms of traveling? Well, I'm going to go back to Costa Rica for the next few months and probably stay there for another year so that both my kids can go to school. The oldest is almost fluent in Spanish. He went all of fourth grade to school in Costa Rica. He didn't know any Spanish when he first went there and we just basically dropped him off. 
and he was scared to go. He didn't want to go at first, but then when he was done at the year, he was sad to leave and he couldn't wait to go back. So he's going to finish learning Spanish. My youngest is four and he'll be able to go to kindergarten in Costa Rica. Um, and he'll be learning Spanish as well. He doesn't know any Spanish right now. Only a couple yeah. words, maybe. Oh, that's interesting. And are you going to stay there permanent or are you already looking for other places to travel? Or is this is Costa Rica really the, the end point? It's not the end point. I want to start there. I'm definitely interested in going to other countries and learning other languages. I thought about going to Medellin in Colombia before. Um, I heard that's a really cool place to go. I'm interested in going throughout South America. I want to go to Africa. Like I really want to travel all around. I think that the plan is maybe to buy a house in Costa Rica as a home base and stay there like during the school year. And then the other three, two or three months go other places and then travel back and forth to the United States in between to visit family and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and, and do you have like advice for people who are like you or maybe looking for, you know, living abroad, abroad and, and, and are like scared or don't want to go or I don't know, how would you uh, motivate those people? I would just say if that's something that you want to do, do it. I don't think it's the world as, as scary as a place as it seems. I think the media portrays particular countries as these dangerous place places. But if you're smart, you'll be able to go there and be safe. The place I stayed, people didn't lock their doors at night. It was crazy. But um, like in, before I went to Costa Rica, everyone was saying, oh, it's so dangerous. They have the barbed wire fences, which is true. They do have that in some areas, but there's a lot of safe places there. So I think just open your mind, like you said before, and, and be smart and try it. Mm -hmm. So um, that's um, kind of, um, yeah, I don't know if it's, uh, if it uh, follows whatever we want to talk about next, but mm -hmm. uh, an, an, a huge movement I, I, I notice on the internet is people just uh, working any, anywhere. So traveling the world, working anywhere, they, they call it nomads, right? Um, mm -hmm. How do you cope with, uh, for instance, living in Costa Rica and, and earning money on the internet? Is that something that works? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, some people are doing far better than I have at it, but I just found this little job online called Lionbridge and it was 20 hours a week and I did that. Um, I think there's a lot more online jobs available now than there used to be. I think, so I think there's a lot of opportunity if you just look for it. And also I think people think traveling is very expensive. Um, my rent in Costa Rica was $535 a month for a two-bedroom house, two floors, glass windows on the back of the house that overlooked the volcanoes. And like you saw the lights of the city at night. It was very nice. Like in the States, that house probably would have been like $2,000 a month or something. So it's traveling is a lot cheaper than – it can be a lot cheaper than you would think it would be. So it was that. And then I just had my, my regular bills, and they weren't that expensive. Food is a little bit cheaper down there. So it ended up being cheaper overall than if I would have stayed in the States. And that's also another reason I'm going back there is because I'm not going to sit here and pay $1,200 a month in the States so I can get half or less than half in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that makes sense if you think about it that way. Um, <laughs> but for instance, um, I would think, I, I would start thinking about like practical things then, right? I mean, where do you pay taxes, for instance? Do you pay that in Costa Rica? Do you pay that in the States? Or how does that work? I just pay it in the States because I go back every three months. So I still 
uh, pay my taxes in the States. I heard that if you are gone for a year or longer and you only come back to the States for like three months or sorry, three days out of the year, you don't have to pay um, the income tax. But I mean, I would check with your professional, financial professional on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, like, for instance, I mean, I've talked about that before. I mean, with you, probably not on air, but I was looking for um, staying for a year in Bali. So um, my friend and I had a startup and we, uh, we could do whatever we were doing. We could do that in Bali. My friend was like in a bad relationship and like j- just broke off or something like that was an engagement that, that got, was gone bad. So he needed the change. And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do that. Let's go there. And uh, while well, we were in, in the stages of doing it, of course, and uh, we, we were like checking out everything, it turned out to be cheaper there than where we're living. And you're yeah. living in like a fantastic island um, among uh, all kinds of entrepreneurs, um, yeah, open-minded people. That's very important because uh, I know a lot of people I'm not going to name particular countries, but who live in, in, in yeah, backward countries and who are like open-minded. Some of them uh, are in the Bitcoin scene. They, they've seen, they, they know a lot, but they cannot, uh, let's say, function in their, uh, in their traditional society. So, for instance, if you go to Bali, you will you'll meet all kinds of um, global travelers, let's say, people who travel the world. And there's... Like one culture emerging too. It's funny to see. It's like a global culture um, yeah. of people traveling the world, um, living off on the internet, doing their, their stuff on the internet, and that's amazing. So that's kind of what I was trying or what I was going to do. But then uh, our startup mm-hmm. went bankrupt, so um, we didn't do that. But I still think I, I would go. I would love to go there for a year, or something maybe check out. I mean, Thailand, there are some kind of, there's are some nice spots for nomads uh, and yeah. not far in Europe <laughs> or not, not all are in, in Europe. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll probably check it out. Yeah, Bali and Thailand sound really, really cool. I would love to visit there as well. But yeah, I think the cool thing about travel too is I was, I just, like I told you before, I don't like winter. So my big thing was like, why do I have to stay somewhere where, not that I'm unhappy, but like it makes me like, I just don't like being in that season. So I was like, why not just go somewhere that I want to stay instead? People think they have to be where they are. And it's not necessarily true. Like if you want to do something, you can find a, ma- a way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's another self-limiting belief, right? People think like <laughs> I'm born on that particular spot in the globe. And I have to stay there for the rest of my life. That's of course not true. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we can we can go as deep as we want on this topic, but for instance, like the the concept of borders and that you have to stay in that uh, zone or that area for the rest of your life. I mean, it does make sense, right? Or that you have yeah, to so have, yeah, piece of paper that allows you to go to that other spot spot on the map. I mean, yeah, um, <laughs> traveling in a way, especially now, makes makes a lot of sense. Like like mm-hmm. say meeting new people and there's also a lot of um, wealth in new meeting new people right yeah you learn a lot for sure so what is like uh, a belief that really changed since you traveled I mean something that you thought like you thought about it a and now you're thinking totally the opposite since you're back mm, I just think that although they're different I think <laughs> is going to sound like contradictory but like people are different but at their root like we're the same like I love seeing that everyone loves everyone has relationships everyone um 
experiences the same types of emotions. Like we just have a common theme as people. So I love seeing that. And then I also look, like seeing the differences, like just how nice they were in comparison to what I was used to and how welcome they were. That was really nice. It taught me to be more thankful for things and to be more appreciative of spending time with family and friends. So that's one of the things I took away from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was thinking, I don't know if it's true, of course, but like, would you agree or would you say that like Costa Rica is more of a traditional society compared to the United States? Yes, for sure. I think Costa Rica, they say that Costa Rica is like the United States 20 years ago. They're like 20 years behind. So like the women, they usually stay at home while the husbands go to work. Um, everyone has traditional sorts of jobs and relationships and things like that. So it's definitely very traditional. Yeah, but th- that's that's like the thing. They're, they're more happy or they seem more happy than in the States. So maybe like uh, we've gone a little bit crazy with our... Uh, <laughs> with our uh, new traditions, right? Or with our yeah. You know, I think anyway. it is. I think because I'm not saying there's anything wrong with women going to work or whatever. I think there is a breakup of families in the States because both parents are working, they're stressed, there's no focus on family anymore and it tears down the American family. In Costa Rica, the woman is there. She's taking care of the kids. They come home, they have dinner together with the family. All, also, like children in Costa Rica live with their parents until they're like married. So, like, my um, landlord's dad, like, all his kids were still living with him, and some of them were, like, 36, 38 years old, and that's completely normal there, which is completely frowned upon in the States if you're living with your parents and you're, like, past, like, 20, like, what, 22? Like, if you're out of college, like, what are you doing? You're a loser. But that's traditional there. That's the tradition there. So it's really different. Yeah, in in Europe, um, people are living with their parents too, but that's, of course, for other reasons because, um, for instance, Italy, Greece – all those countries, um, people, like young people don't find a job, so they can't do anything else, just uh, but live with uh, their parents. So that's uh, uh, a yeah. little bit sad. Um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like Costa Rica is a nice country. I mean, it's, it, it's almost like you're some kind of ambassador, ambassador to Costa Rica. Yeah, I talk about in Costa Rica entirely too much. <laughs> like I, I try to stop talking about it in my posts, but I always end up going back to it. Like I managed the last two, maybe I didn't mention it, but I definitely probably mention it every third post. <laughs> you know, uh, you know when you know when you talk, you know when you know talk. You already talk too much about a topic is when you need to use abbreviations, right? That's <laughs> yeah. You know, right? Okay. Um, I'm talking too much if I need to say CR because it's going to take uh, so much time of my day. No, but yeah. anyway, it's a, it's a, it seems like a fun country. It seems like a nice country, the way you talk about it. I mean, it really made an impact. And, and yeah. So um, uh, what do you think um, with, will happen next, like in five or 10 years? Do you have a, uh, a vision of that where you would be or? Hmm. Are, Well, let's see. So I'll be in Costa Rica probably for the next year. After that, I just, I want to try another country, but I don't know which one yet. Like I want my kids to learn another language. So I was thinking French, but I don't know about France because it just seems like a, more like an Americanized type thing, even though I know it's different, but it just seems like more of the same thing. So I thinking somewhere in South America. (laughs) Not sure where yet. Okay, so do you ever see yourself going back to the States and, for instance, living there when you're retired or something like that, or is that not possible? 
It's not that it's not possible. I haven't really thought about it since it's so far down the line. I mean, I like Florida, but I definitely think I always want to be traveling. I might have like a home base in the States as well at some point, but like, I still want to be able to, I still want to travel like every year, probably. Okay. That's so you're, um, you really uh, did this topic justice. I think, I mean, you talked about traveling in a very kind way. So um, I think this is a good way to start to stop the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, thank you for, uh, for being on the show. Uh, and uh, for the listeners, we'll have another one tomorrow. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.